0: Welcome to Reality T-Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Tanika, and today we are going to be discussing The Bachelor. So, before we do, we're just going to run over the announcements again. Any day, Love and Translation are not going to be on this week. They'll be returning on the 18th. So the only shows that we are going to be covering is is The Bachelor. We have two nights coming, and we'll have Single Life Diaries and Love Is Blind. Married at First Sight will be moved to a bonus episode for hopefully just um, next week only. And also, Below Deck we will not be covering it for the first four episodes just so we can get through Love is Blind. So that is what's happening with the announcements. Um, moving forward, we do have some hot goss, and it is bachelor-related hot goss. So one of them I'm going to give you now, and the other one I'm going to give you after the group date. So First things first, Lauren and Allison actually appeared on the podcast done by Serena and Joe. I didn't know they had a podcast, but they have a podcast and they appeared on that podcast to discuss Lauren's exit. So Lauren kind of mentions on the podcast, quote, when Joey came over and we sat down, I was like, okay. Maybe I can stay, but then they thought out the. Sorry, then they brought out the cake, and it wasn't red velvet. That set me off again, and I was like, "Forget it, I'm leaving." I just needed to leave and mentally heal a little more. I wasn't through the whole grieving process. If I stayed longer, I didn't know how much worse it could get for me. Honestly, that's how I was in the second episode. So. Serena actually asked Lauren if she felt her father's passing was maybe the reason or like the main reason she left, or if there were other things going on. Um, Lauren says, I think grieving the loss of my father was one part, but another was that I was used to dating one person and wasn't used to competing with so many people. Hearing about other people's conversations and everyone feeling good made me start to overthink and I just got in my head and thought that maybe this isn't for me right now. It was time for me to go. It wasn't meant to be. Lauren also said that if Joey fought for her to, to stay, maybe she would have considered it. But she does ultimately say, looking back, I know it was meant, I was meant to go. So, yeah. And I believe also Allison kind of felt like it was good for her to to go just because um, she was probably so focused on her sister being there and kind of having that support system that maybe others just don't really get right. Um, And she was so hyper, I mean, somewhat focused on that. So she kind of said like, you know, it was kind of a different, two different things here for her when Lauren left. It was on the one hand, her leaving, that support system is now gone. But on the other hand, she was now able to kind of focus on her relationship with Joey. So yeah, which, you know, It's all fine and good when you have your sister there with you, but ultimately it's maybe not the best choice all the time, but nonetheless, I will have that other piece of hot goss for you once we get to the group date. It's the first group date, you don't have to wait too long for it. But let's get into it The Bachelor, Season 28, Episode 3. So, in walks Jesse. And we are told, you know, as usual, it's going to be two group dates and one, one-on-one one date. And of course, he comes bearing a gift, and that is the first group date card. So who's going to be on this date? We have Edwina, Kelsey A., Lexi, Allison, Medina, Medina Krissa, Sydney, this bitch, Leah, and Maria. And the date card says... I am looking for my Mrs. Wright. So Sydney says it sucks to be on a date with Maria, but yet Maria, at the same time, is like I'm over it. I just want to move on and focus on focus on my relationship with Joey. So you kind of see the two differences here. And the thing is, I didn't realize they're very close in age. Both Sid- they're at a year apart. The difference between like the two of them, like Maria's, seems very mature and you know kind of I think acts in a way that a lot of people getting close to their 30s being in their late 20s into their 30s is kind of like this drama's is dumb I'm not dealing with it whatever whereas Sydney is kind of like thriving on the drama she doesn't even seem to the thing that's even worse she doesn't seem to realize how much she is thriving on it she's scary it, that's, that's a, that's a level of, that's, that's scary. Anyways, so we're at date. And here comes Askin, April, Susan, Kathy, and Nancy. And of course, if you're Askin, we're telling. <laughs> so we're going to be having a pageant in front of a live audience. The women are not thrilled. And guess what? They only have an hour to figure the shit out. So this is great because Sydney says that she has been in a pageant before. She was in some teen pageant thing at 16 and um, she's in her element. Yeah, we'll see about that. So round one it's just a Sunday chill day type of attire that they're going to be doing. So you kind of see everyone kind of, you know, being in like pajamas, the kind of thing. So yeah. Round two is Q&A. So it goes through some of the questions and answers that were kind of pointed out here. So Maria is first and they kind of ask her like, after 30 years of marriage, as pretend you're married to Joey and you're married for 30 years. What are you going to do to spice things up if you know things aren't working the way they used to? And Joey's like, hey. <laughs> He's like, things are working just fine and will be 30 years from now. Um, <laughs> so Maria basically just says, well, if things aren't working, then we'll just add things into the mix. It's fine. Um, Sydney is asked, have you ever faked it? And she says, yes. And the only thing here is like Maria is kind of like, listen, y'all, she says she faked it. And it's like, Maria, honey, you've never faked it before. Even I faked it. I don't, I'm not happy that I ever had to get to that point, but. If you understood the circumstances that surrounded that, we've all faked it. Because sometimes you gotta fake it to make it. And um, yeah, yeah, we've all done it. There's not a single woman on that stage or in that room who hasn't had to at least once. So Kelsey, her question is: if you are trapped in an elevator. Fifty Shades Grey style, I guess. What would you do? Well, Kelsey says, I guess we'll just make some new memories. Boom. Round three it's the talent show. Edwina sings. She wrote the song, um, but um, she does sound great. Um, but Joey's so sweet and says that she did sound really great singing a cappella, And I'm just like, that's okay. Yeah it wasn't great anyways we kind of see like sydney's kind of talking some shit here and she's like you know i've like done this before and like this is like my element and like some of these girls are just like not that good and she's just taking it too fucking seriously clearly this is something to be fun and have fun with but she hasn't quite got the memo. So then she goes next. Y'all, her fucking che- her fucking talent is a cheer. She does a fucking cheer. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And everyone out there is like, you really? That's it? That's your talent? And she's like, after she was done too, she's kind of like, I got this. You're fucking delusional. You did not get this. <laughs> the fuck was that? Anyways, then Lexi, her talent is kissing, y'all. Because apparently she's the world's best kisser. And listen, I give her props for it. But I do have to agree with the women that's not a fucking talent. It's a skill, but it's not a talent. And I don't think she should have won based on it. I just don't. I agree. Like Joey later kind of backpedals a little bit because it is brought up with I think Maria. And he kind of says, like, well, it wasn't really supposed to be about the talent itself. And it's like, okay, yeah, I hear it. But at the same time, but I don't think you should have given it to the girl who kissed you in front of everybody because that's her talent. Like you had women who are uncomfortable in these situations and did it, hell, I would have had more respect if Sydney won, because at least she did something, you know? Anyways. So yeah, spoiler alert, Lexi won. <laughs> um, So yeah. So before we hop in to the rest of the date, here is where the hot goss comes in. So obviously like I mentioned we had our Askin Ladies here. Apparently there have been some dramas with our Asking Ladies. So most recently, apparently, like as of just a few days ago, like four days ago, based on this article, um, April was noticeably absent from an asking trip to St. Martin. So April, because I guess people are obviously asking, why are they together? And April has said, quote, for all of the folks from Texas and Pennsylvania that are daunting me about why I'm not going to St. Martin, although it is none of your business, And there were only three people who knew I canceled, but karma never sleeps. Whoa. So this was all on her Instagram. So I'm gonna keep going. She lists reasons as to why she's not on the St. Martin trip. Number one. Quote, I have a job and I can't keep taking off. Number two, my roof had a major leak and I had to pay forty five hundred dollars, so I can't afford to go. Number three, my dogs are freaking out. Number four, my son's birthday is this week and he doesn't need to see me on a beach at this time in our relationship. Number five, I have to go to New York to see my granddaughter and celebrate her third birthday in three weeks, so I'll be off then. Number six, I'm an adult and I have to make decisions that are best for my first love, not partying, but my kids and keeping my house. So she goes on to say only three people knew I cancelled and I offered to pay for any fees I might have that I might have cost them. So whoever sent you damn, please respect me and I and don't follow me for their dark dealings. Oh my. So clearly she's kind of hinting that the fans of the other women are sending her hate. She goes on to say This is adult bullying, and it is a low, dense energy. This is a poor example of what adult females should act like. I seriously feel like I'm on the Golden Bachelor part two. Hold on to your butts for the rest of this one. And I am the new Teresa being targeted. Shame on you. Oh, you, oh, so. Yeah, that is definitely a dig at Kathy. And this is what the article, this is Us Weekly. This is what the article said as well. Like this was clearly a dig at, at um um at Kathy, because as we know, the issues with Teresa were with Kathy, and Kathy is very very vocal. She's a Jersey girl nonetheless. So, yikes. Another thing that happened is April went on to reply with a heart emoji to a commenter who called Kathy, quote, a bully, envious, no-filter, classless tyrant. God damn. And that's not cool either. But anyways. She also claimed all three women blocked her on Instagram, writing in the comments, quote, I've been very sad when they blocked me, so my social media helper did it back. All middle school and beneath what I want to represent to young women and never had to go this way. So if you're wondering, Susan Kathy and Nancy have yet to share their side of the alleged. Askin falling out. So that's that. Drama. Whoa. Oh, my God. I guess Askin is no longer telling. Anyway, so that's that. Let's move on to the night portion. So the women are pretty upset that Lexi won because kissing, as mentioned, is not a talent. So. While Lexi is actually with Joey kind of, I think she's pretty well aware that maybe it's not going to go over well with some of the women. Um, But while she's with him, they are talking some shit. But not like bad shit. It's just kind of saying like, it's not a hit on her. It's just like, that's not a talent. So why did she win that? You know? But of course my god, Sydney is kind of like, well, you know, she's my girl and you're talking shit. And Edwina's like, I'm not talking shit. Everything I'm saying right here, I'll say to her. Like, I'm not talking shit. Like, so everyone's your fucking girl, bitch. Everybody, everybody. Like, what, like, what the fuck? Like, people are allowed to have their opinions About something without them talking shit all the time. This is the problem. She doesn't seem to realize what the definition of talking shit is. And this isn't it. Because I don't think for a second anyone is actually like coming on her necessarily for doing it. It's more about why was she picked. And that's on Joey and the Askin ladies. That's who it's on. It's not on our product producers, but that's not what it's it's not so much her. So Maria um goes to talk to him and she says, I have a bone to pick with you. And she's basically this is kind of where I talked about this, but this is where she kind of says, like, kissing is not a talent, sir. And I did something that's completely out of my like comfort zone and usually I wouldn't do. Um, and yeah, you still gave it to someone who kissed you and that's not a talent. But the other thing, too, is she says here to him, believe it or not, I'm an introvert. I did not see that coming. I did not see that coming. Um. But yeah, so then he talks to Medina afterwards and asks her what was going on last week when we talked because I kind of felt like something was going on and you kind of started saying something, but then you didn't actually say anything. And he's like, do you want to talk about it? Cause he wants to ensure like, let these women know he is their soft place to land. And he wants to ensure that they feel comfortable with him. Um, and you know, do that with him. Right. So she kind of hesitates and she's like, I don't really know if I want to talk about it now. Um but she basically does kind of say to him, listen, I did hear something was said based on the fact that I mentioned that I'm older and 31 and maybe kind of have a can be something to be a little insecure about. Um And she kind of said, like, I heard that someone was talking, and then that particular person came to me that night and basically wanted to know who told me the information. But I just didn't want to have that conversation. I just wanted to move on, let it go, because it really wasn't that big of a deal. And she says that it kind of felt like I was being bullied. She kind of uses that terminology. And it was like, whoa. So again, it's this kind of I kind of felt in this moment too. I'm like, she's not relaying the information properly, but I can't fault her for that because she doesn't know the full picture. That's the problem. Right? So of course Joey is concerned because he says, like, I don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable here. I don't want anyone to be bullying anybody here. Um, so now this is something that he's going to need to address. So he goes and he sits with the women, but we're going to take a little, little break before we hop into what happens there. So back at the house, we find out who's going to be doing the one-on-one day, and it's Jen. And the date card says, love is a wild ride. So there we go. So back to the date. He at first, when he sits down with them, kind of says, listen, I'm hearing that people or maybe being bullies in the house or whatever. But he doesn't go much deeper than that. And the problem is too, why he can't go too deep on it is because with Medina, she doesn't tell him any names. He does ask, but she says, I'd rather not. So she doesn't actually give any names. And you know what? Good for her. Because you, To put people on blast when she doesn't know the full story. And it's actually nothing is really crazy happening to her in this case. It's because someone has come to her and said, Oh, she's talking shit. And that's not enough. So I really had an appreciation for that. Uh, Spoiler alert, so did Maria. (laughs) We'll get to that in a minute. But he eventually, he does give the date rose to Kelsey, A, the only Kelsey on this date. He gives her the rose. And he says, you know, he's not going to be putting up with any kind of bullying in the house. He doesn't want that. And he says, if something needs to be said, he wants to hear about it. But then he gets up and he walks away and the women are left by themselves. Here's where the fun starts. So Medina does say, this probably stems from the conversation that I had with him he was asking me some questions and I told him what I told him. She's like, I didn't mention any names about anybody. Um, but of course, everyone knows what the situation is here. The situation is the situation with Maria and Sydney. So Maria says, she's like, but you told him, That I am a bully, or you're telling him that someone is a bully. And she's like, No, no, no. I never said that you were a bully. I said I felt bullied. And she's like, Well, can you explain to me why you felt bullied? I just want to understand that. She's very big on this. She keeps saying, I have been bullied. I would never do that to somebody else. So, so with the example that she asks for from Medina, I don't even know if Medina had a chance to say shit. Because Sydney puts in her two cents immediately. She's like, well, I feel bullied too. Bitch, this isn't about you. You can't feel bullied when you're the one who started this fucking problem. Because the problem is here. You know, unfortunately, we roll the fucking tapes. But we can't roll the fucking tapes yet. Everyone's figuring it out with us. That this bitch is a manipulative, manipulative bitch. And, like. Sure up, no. I hate her. I can't with her. I want her off this fucking show. And I'm so mad. I'll get to it. We're not going to go too far ahead yet. But we don't even realize right now that everything is stemming from Sydney and her big fucking mouth. That's the issue here. Maria didn't do anything or say anything. Now, sure, maybe she should have just said it to Medina and call it a day, but she didn't say anything bad. She literally just said she should be owning her age and she should be able to feel comfortable in her age. No matter, she says she is a beautiful 31-year-old woman and she should be able to embrace that and Joey's going to love it. That's what she was saying. But yeah, this bitch wants to say some shit I... She's, she, Sydney's a problem. She's coming for everybody that has like a strong connection with him, basically. So Maria basically says like, listen, I don't want to talk to you. I want to deal with you. I'm talking to Medina and she's like, I, you know, I want to be able to clear the air. But of course, Sydney says, uh, oh, sorry, sorry, raise Maria says, "Like, yes, she doesn't want to talk to her. She only the other." She says to Medina, "I want to be able to clear the air with you because I think that, you know, there has been some misrep- misrepresentation of what who I am and what I said." And then she says to Sydney, "You need to stop. This is crazy. You need to stop." But Sydney says, "I'm happy with my character," and like that's that, and. She then gets up to leave because she's like, I need to get out of this negative energy. But then she still comes the fuck back like two seconds later and says, I'm going to leave. And if anyone wants to join me, they can. Not a single fucking person gets up. Not a single person gets up. Take that shit in. Now that might be editing, but I still found that interesting. But yeah, the next day. Edwina says, I like Maria, and I don't think anybody is bullying anybody. I think people are taking things way too far and way out of context. And I 100% agree with her. Um, And she's like, she's a straightforward person. And I guess they're kind of saying like, because she is a straightforward person, she's not the kind of person to talk shit behind your back. She's just not. So we then see that it looks like Maria and Medina actually cleared the air and talked it out. And they're, they're saying, We're done. It's done. It's fine. We're cool. And, you know, she's like, I'm cool with you and everything like that. And Medina just like I want all three of us to be cool. I don't want to just be me and you. And she goes, I would. But it's like, Sydney is so incapable of just letting shit go. That's the biggest thing here. Because that's funny too, because later on, Sydney literally says, I'm trying to make it work. I'm trying to squash it. No, you're not. Because Maria tried to squash it with you already and you wouldn't allow her to do it. So yeah. Anyways, now it's the one-on-one and they're going to go surf in USA she's like i'm scared of sharks <laughs> i think they'll be fine but who knows she explain explains to him so they do the surfing there's not much really there to talk about she really tries she stands up and there's no wave. she falls that's it um so they're on the night portion now and she explains to him that her parents used to fight a lot and they didn't really try hiding it don't fight in front of your kids don't do it I know it's hard sometimes I get it but like yeah so she's like I felt because of this I had to take care of myself and then she says like my dad would sleep in the basement while her mom was upstairs and she felt unwanted by her dad in those moments to the point where she no longer has a relationship with him. They're strained. They don't talk. And it's really sad. Um, But at the end of that, she is... Oh, sorry. We're going to take a pause. We still have more on the date. Sorry. So we take a pause for a second. We go back to the house. We're finding out who's going to be on the second group date. And that's Caitlin, Autumn, Rachel, Daisy, Evelyn, Kelsey T, Star, and Jess. And the date card says, I am done playing singles. So clearly we're going to be playing tennis. So back to the date, there's this like light show. I thought it was really cool. They had to do like this little light show that has like these lights. And then there was like a heart, uh, not heart, sorry, a rose. And then it Put in writing, um Jen, will you accept this rose? And it was very cute. For those who watch like Jersey Shore, and they saw like the prank that that uh Polly D, I think it was mainly Polly D, but you always know if gets roped into these things, that um, um, that he did to everybody else in the house when they thought that the aliens were coming. It's kind of like that. Except it's so sweet and not terrifying. <laughs> So, yeah, that's it for that. So we're going to finish up the dates because there is a lot of um, information that happens after the group date that we'll leave to the second half. So it's group day time and we're going to go play some tennis. So we have some tennis legends that I don't know who these people are, like at all. so we're doing some lessons and it's great but then here comes jesse and we always know when there's a jesse there is some trouble so how about some head-to-head competition very similar to what they did with pickleball so he's like there's something else though that i kind of forgot to mention ladies you'll figure that out when you get to the change rooms And that thing that he did not tell them was that they're going to be wearing costumes. So we have babies, we have hot dog and bun, we have beehive, we have lobster and butter. So it's game time. First game is between babies and hot dog and bun. And the hot dog and bun wins. And it was very really cute too. Because while they're doing the game. The babies are like crying. And they'll get down. And like one's changing the other's diaper. It was so cute. They got into character. Joey's like they heard the assignment. It was great. Um, second game. Is between the beehive and lobster and butter and lobster and butter win like i think it was five to three so they won it was great but next the last game is going to determine who the ultimate winner is so that's going to be between lobster and butter and hot dog and hot dog and bun so ultimately the lobster and butter win in a damn landslide. They had five to zero nuts. So they won. because So I didn't purpose this. They basically had to get five points to win. Whoever reached five points first won the game. So that, that was the whole point. So now we're at the day portion of the night. And Caitlin tells him, I have a family curse. All the women in my family are single. She says her mom's been divorced since she was about seven. Um, And she herself has been single for the past couple of years. She's had um, two major or serious relationships for the last about three years each. So he doesn't take this as a problem, though. He sees this as empowering because he's he basically like, she doesn't need you no know, man to do anything. She, you know She's doing the shit on her own. She's Miss Independent, and that's why I love her. So like, that's, I, I love his outtake, because definitely some other like guy who has like small dick energy would be like, well, then what's wrong with your family? You know what I mean? So he, he handled it well. So another thing too, before we go any further, because I swear to God, I had never heard of this before until 90 Day UK, Um, going back to the one, the one on one day for a second. Jen mentioned to him too, he's like, if you cheers, you got to look into the eyes of the person you're cheersing with. Otherwise you're going to be cursed with seven years of bad sex. And I'm like, that's what, that's what Mert and, uh, what was her name? Shane and Mert, it's what they, that's what they did too. And I'm like, I never heard about it before I heard Shane and Mert do it. And I'm like, oh, not that I have that issue. Anyways. <laughs> but I just found it interesting. I'm like, that's that's, that's fine. I just never heard of. And he never heard of it before either. So he's like, well, fuck, I'm screwed. <laughs> then Rachel comes in to have her time with him. And y'all, when she hugs him, her earring got stuck on his sweater. Yeah, she was there for a long time figuring out how to get unstuck. So then we're with, we see Daisy, she's she's talking to him, and she kind of just wants to know, like, how he's feeling about her implant and everything. Um, And, you know, she kind of says, like, I just know it makes me a little different than everybody else. He's like, it doesn't make you different, it makes you special. I'm like, Joey, you know, Joey's handling himself really well. But anyway, yeah, so she's like, do you want to touch it? He's like, you're asking me if I want to touch it. And she's like, the implant. <laughs> so he does touch, he does touch it, and he's like, So is that a magnet? And she's like, Yeah. And he's like, whoa. <laughs> so it's great. But anyways, um, so the person who gets the date rose is Caitlin. So I guess that curse really helped. So that's that for the date. We are going to take a break here. When we come back, we will jump into the mess that is about to ensue. Have you ever wanted to guest on a podcast like this one that you're listening to right now? Well, you can. You can definitely do this by visiting a website called Podmatch, where you can sign up and be available for all different types of podcasts that you can guest on or you can even search for a podcast and say I want to I want to guest on your podcast I think we'd be a good match so if you want to do this you can go to our unique link which is joinpodmatch.com forward slash reality. And you can sign up and do exactly that. And you can find us and you can guest on our podcast. So again, that unique link is www.joinpodmatch.com. That's J-O-I-N-P-O-D-M-A-T-C-H dot com forward slash reality R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A and you can be a guest on our podcast. Have you ever thought of starting your very own podcast. Doing the research, I found something that would have made editing easy and seamless and makes the podcasting experience just that much easier. And I am talking about Ludo. This is a podcast software that I use for our editing of our episodes. It is amazing. It is easy. You're also able to get help from doing chats and getting the information that maybe you just need a little more help with. They also have access to different articles that can also help you that have been just godsense for me. Also with AluDo, you can create clips, you can do your ads, That's just like this very one I'm doing right now, and you can create your trailer very seamlessly just by the clicks of the buttons. You can also use AluDo to publish your episodes just straight from the software. It's so easy. I highly, highly recommend it. You can get access to Allu by using our unique link, which you can find our show notes just down there at the bottom at the show notes. And you can get access to and easy software. So let's finish up the rest of Bachelor. So we leave off now, we finish the dates the next day now. And I see Sydney, Cindy, and uh, Leah seeming like they're very close. And I feel like Leah is being successfully manipulated by Cindy because she kind of like I don't want to see anybody go. Oh, maybe for one person and I said, "Leah, please stay the fuck out of this." Because I actually really like her. I think she's very sweet, but I think she's being completely manipul- manipulated by Cindy. Sydney. Sydney. I how the fuck you say your name? I don't even know. I don't care. <laughs> So Sidney C- Cid- 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 Sid Sydney is deciding now that she is going to tell Joey about everything that happened. And hold on to that for those people who did not watch this episode. So in walks Jesse. And you're like, oh no, what's happening? Well, Joey has decided he does not want to do a cocktail party tonight because he misses you guys so much and he wants to do a beach, or not a beach party, but a pool party instead. So that is what they're going to be doing. And guess what, guys? Joey is so damn generous that he's going to buy KFC for everybody, aka KFC is sponsoring this episode. <laughs> so... Cindy is just, I said, fucking delusional at this point. She's kind of ranting and raving about like her experience and all of this. And I'm just like, everything you're saying and everything you're feeling, quote unquote, is so just, it just doesn't make sense to put it lightly. I don't understand where any of this is coming from. And I fully believe like she believes that this is reality. And it's not reality at all. So Cindy um does eventually get some time alone with, with Joey. He has shown up. I didn't mention that, whatever. And he has shown up and she talks to him and she tells him you know, what happened after the day, like after you left and you said what you said, Maria, like immediately started like attacking Medina and attacking me. And like, you know, she just wouldn't stop. And like, she wouldn't stop until she found out like what happened and whatever, like kind of saying like this shit. And I was like, wait a minute. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. Um, and she goes on to say, she called me embarrassing, dumb, and weird. Well, you are definitely dumb and you are fucking weird. I don't know enough about you if you're embarrassing, but at the end of the day, Maria did say, This is weird. She didn't say from my memory, you're weird. She said this is weird. This is weird. She said it twice. Like, this is weird. So, that just kind of goes to show she takes something that has been said and done and twists it to her, for her convenience. And I'm just, I'm getting angry at this point because I'm just like, what the fuck? None of this is true. Maria never attacked anybody. Because I'm sure if she did, Medina would not have given her a time of day the next fucking day. And she didn't attack you, you weirdo. She literally said to you, I don't want to talk to you right now. So how is that her attacking you? Anyway, Joey is obviously completely confused by all of this. He's like, this is not who he has been talking to. He just doesn't understand where anything this is coming from. And of course, he needs to talk to Maria to find out what the fuck is going on. And I'm screaming, talk to the other women, because this, although maybe some people can't comment on the originating issues, the women on that date can speak to whether or not she was attacking anybody. To me, she was not. So yeah, so he goes to talk to Maria. But before we get into that into that, you know, due date, this is the worst pool party. It sucks someone says that. So he does tell Maria Um what was said. Uh in particular, obviously what was said after the group date. And she says, No, I I didn't attack anybody. I was only asking like what happened because I'm being told that you think, you know, that someone is bullying others and, you know, that being obviously me, I'm the bully. And she's like, I was just trying to get, get some understanding as to what was, like, what happened. She's like, I was not bullying or attacking anybody. And she says, like, it doesn't matter what I say or what my perspective is, like, you know, you're going to think what you're going to think, right? And she kind of goes on to say, like, I would never do any of this to anybody. I was bullied, um, you know, probably as a child. And she's like, um, I would never do that to somebody else. And she's very emotional here. And she does say kind of at one point, she's like, why are you so quick to understand? to? Take what she says at face value and not ask more questions. And he does admit, he's like, Yeah, you know, that's true. Maybe I should have asked more questions. And he does say at one point, he's like, Talking to Maria, it feels real. It feels like what she's telling me and how she's portraying it is real. Versus when I talk to Cindy, what She's telling me and how she's portraying it. It didn't feel as real. That's telling. That's very telling. If you got that feeling that she's not being genuine, then who's to say she will ever be genuine in a relationship? She, Maria kind of says, like, I never thought like it would be like this. She thought she would be received better than this. And then Maria takes the opportunity to say to him, listen, if you like Cindy, great. That's great. But there is no world where you can like Cindy and also like me. We are two different people. So basically, Joey leaves at this point. Um, Yeah, because he needs to think. So this pool party is over. And Basically, once he leaves, Cindy takes the opportunity. Maria doesn't say a damn thing throughout this whole thing from my memory. Cindy literally says, I'm really sorry, guys. Like, it had to be done. Like, I'm trying. I'm trying to squash this. But, like, Maria doesn't really want to squash it with me. And I'm tired of feeling bullied in the house. And, like, it needs to be, like, dealt with. Like, oh, my God. And she's like, you know, this is her manipulation and all of this. And I'm just like, that's really fucking hilarious that you think that Maria is the manipulative one when you're here manipulating every single person. And not only that, you're believing your lie. This woman should not be anywhere near these other women or any other person in general. Unless she has done some sort of self reflection through watching this back, she should not be in a hundred feet of any human being. She is dangerous because if she has the capability of doing this, imagine. What she could do. Imagine, does she, she is perfect for a lifetime type movie situation. It's, I don't even, I don't, because it's not so much that she. It's one thing if you be manipulative, but you're fully aware that you're manipulative. She's manipulative and believes her lies. That's the thing. That's what's scary. And I'm just frustrated <laughs> at this point. But let's get into the rose ceremony. And you all start to understand why I'm just frustrated. So, as we normally do, let's say who he gives roses to. So, Lexi, Leah, Kelsey T, Rachel, Medina, Daisy, Jess, Edwina, Autumn, Allison, Maria, and Sydney. Cindy, whatever. This bitch is still here. Are you fucking with me? I was so, when I tell you, I audibly screamed when this bitch got the rose. I'm like, are you kidding me? I was so mad. Like, there's no way in hell, but now I understand why they kept her. Probably producers literally said, like, who else are you picking? So just keep her. I was so pissed. But anyways, with all of that, we have 15 women left, including the other three who got roses during their dates. So yeah, going home is Evelyn, Krissa, and someone else. I don't know who the fuck she is, but that's who is going home. Maria, like the grown-up she is, literally says, let's try this again. I am going to put this shit behind me and I'm going to put all of my focus on my relationship with Joey. Cindy, on the other hand, is going to focus on putting Maria down because at first I thought, oh, maybe she's going to take the high road here too and just move on past this. Oh no. She literally says in the end there that she's like, I'm going to put my focus on, like, dealing with the situations at hand, and I'm going to, you know, get rid of the bullies in the house because, like, this isn't good. She shouldn't still be here or whatever the fuck else she says. And I'm just like, maybe you could take a page out of her book and stop with this bullshit and focus on the reason why you're fucking here. You're not here to create drama. You're not here well, you're here to create drama, let' be real this is this is a reality show, but you're not here to and in the premise of the show, you're not here to create drama. You're here to find love and potentially get engaged or and you know, at the end of this. You're here to focus on your relationship with whoever the head person is and in this case, it's Joey. So this nonsense. Of you gotta get rid of the trash, I guess, to put in in your words, is ridiculous and childish, and I really want him to know that. I, yeah. But let's get to it. Let's go to the rest of this. We're done now, but it's um. So what's to come? Like I said, we have a two night this week coming up, Monday, Tuesday, and um, which means I'm not happy. With that revelation, I have four hours of television to take notes on. Thank you, ABC. So, there is going to end up being a two-on-one date. I don't know if we, it's been a minute since we've had a two-on-one date. I don't, I I think the last time we did a two-on-one was Clayton. And if I'm wrong, maybe there has been one, maybe there was one with Zach, but even then like I'm trying to think back to that and I don't think there was. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um you know, say something in the comments if you're on social media or something to this episode, but I I don't recall there being Two on one on Zach's season, which means that from my memory, the last two on one was Clayton when they were in my side of the woods here in um, Toronto. I mean, this particular they weren't in Toronto when they have a date. They did it in Niagara Falls on the Canadian side. So, and they got rid of the girl, like the the unhinged one of the season there too. And I can't remember her name now she was normal on bip they always are but um that's the last one i remember and that was whoa. so that is what's happening and obviously the two on one date is between cindy and maria and i'm nervous um because i kind of do see joey kind of saying like do i just not know maria the way i f- think i do and that's making me really nervous because i think unfortunately like he can only be, he can only work with what he's given. Under the circumstances, hindsight is twenty twenty. Once you watch this back, but he, he, he's kind of like I don't know. I mean, maybe it's editing. Hopefully, but I, Maria has done nothing wrong, and she doesn't deserve any of this. And I personally wouldn't, un- would feel pretty upset if I was him watching this back. If he does send Maria home and you're just like, what the actual fuck? I would be pissed. Uh, anyway, that is it for this week but before we sign off i just wanted to say this quick little cute thing at the end i usually don't talk about the final scenes but we see jesse sitting on um a pool floaty that has the colonel's face on it um the kfc guy have <laughs> colonel sanders right um Thanks, Colonel Sanders. Yeah, Colonel Sanders. Whatever. The chicken guy. And they, um, may he rest in peace, but they have his face on a floaty and he's just kind of sitting there, kind of being like, it's the final rose tonight. This is the final rose tonight. Hi, ladies. This is the fun. That's too long. It's like, why do we say it's the final rose tonight? We know it's the final rose tonight. You can see right there. There's one more rose left. It's like, it's such a waste of time. And then he goes to the other part, which is so funny because the thing is that's hilarious about this is the fact that, like, you know, back before we had Jesse and we still had Chris, Chris Harrison. And that was kind of a joke. I believe um, it spoke to problematic people. Sorry, guys. When he was on Ellen DeGeneres, and I think it was that show. and. She's like, you know, why, why do you say the final rose tonight? You know, he's like, that is my only line. Let me have this. <laughs> and I thought it was hilarious. I was like, oh my gosh. And then he goes to, you know, sorry, ladies, you know, say your goodbyes and whatever. He's like, kick rocks. So you know, be gone. Sorry, ladies, beat it. <laughs> He's like, I love this chicken. It was so funny. I thought it was hilarious. But with that said, we will be back next week with two episodes. But that is it for this week. So if you like what you heard, please share us with everyone in your life. Please also rate and review. That helps our growth, which you can do on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And we're on every one of your favorite podcast apps. So make sure you hit follow, subscribe on your favorite app so you don't miss a single episode. You can connect with us by going to either Facebook or Instagram at reality times two. You can also go to Twitter, TikTok, Reddit at reality times two pod. And you can email us by going to Reality times two on com. Don't forget, we have our website, which is at solo.to forward slash reality times two. And also, don't forget, I have my other podcast with my friend Mikkel called the Next Take Podcast, where we talk about, well, just about everything over there. We're on every one of your favorite podcast apps over there as well, but you can get access to any links, any socials, anything like that, by going to our website, which is solo.to forward slash next take podcast. Um, and you also can go to YouTube, which is next take podcast as well. But of course, all of these links will be in the show notes. But that is it for now, guys. Thanks. Bye.